Hello and welcome to the Carolina Snowflakes podcast, where two Southerners come to terms with their liberal snowflake tendencies. We're your hosts. I'm Amanda. And I'm Jason. And we're here with this week's super special episode of the Carolina Snowflakes podcast. This is the big 4-0, our lovely Amanda's 40th birthday spectacular extravaganza, super fun, fragilistic, tubular rad episode. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, it's going to be a big, super uh, fun party time. Oh. For Amanda's birthday. A party? Yeah, so we wanted to all, everybody wants to say to you, we all gathered here to say happy birthday to you. Oh. And if we had the money, this is where if we had the money, we would sing the birthday song. Mm. But as you may or may not know, that song is copyrighted and we get like sued and like, I don't know, arrested by the birthday police. That's what's so weird about that song is people sing it all the time. Yeah, I know. We sing like it all the time. Constantly. But you can't record yourself singing it and then like have that recording available anywhere. Yeah, if you do uh, the birthday police show. The wee wee and they're like, freeze. Yeah. Don't be singing that song. And they like... <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what they, they do. They tase you. Um, they maybe they poke you with birthday candles that are lit. That are lit, lit birthday candles. They <laughs> oh, put them out on no. your nipples. You know what they do? They take. They use the the candles that don't go out. Oh, the trick candles. Oh, those and trick candles. And they make candles. you like blow. Oh, but you can't because they don't go out. Yeah. And then you hyperventilate. <laughs> And you need medical attention. Although that they have well, these birthday police have a really elaborate plans. <laughs> yeah, that's a very important song. Who owns it though? The birthday people. The birthday police. Okay. <laughs> well, we we want to avoid the birthday police. Yeah. And instead, we are going to talk about your birthday, and we're going to talk about birthdays in general or the days. Um, it's going to be a fun, fun-filled episode and extravaganza of awesome. So I want to know how you feel about turning uh 40 like how does it make you feel well i mean i never really thought of 40 Mm -hmm. as a thing oh yeah when i was a kid i thought about 20s yeah and then i thought about 30s and at that point i thought 30s was like super old Uh because there was this television show on in the 90s called 30 something oh god and you're like those are the old i hated that show even though i never actually watched it i just remember it coming on and being repulsed by it because it was old people Uh which now yeah i'm like i'm that people you're older than that i'm I'm older i have surpassed 30 something Uh uh-huh like i never that that was not an age i ever considered right (laughs) it didn't exist (laughs) well it does and you've you've reached it i'm there yeah are you excited yeah, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've had feelings. Oh. Yeah. You have. Yeah. Uh, in a weird way, the fact that uh, you're turning 40, it's your 40th birthday, and uh, that's happening before I turn 40. I'm going to turn 38 this year. So You're a child. A uh, mere child. Yeah. You're a cradle robber, apparently. <laughs> um, what's weird to me, though, is that you turning 40 is making me feel like, oh, shit, that's right around the corner. Like, that's going to happen to me. Like tomorrow, basically, mm-hmm. in the scheme of things. And that's made in me go through kind of a midlife crisis myself. <laughs> I'm not having a midlife crisis, though. I know. I kind of am, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm saying. I've been oh. thinking about getting like a boat. A boat. Yeah, getting a boat and a We're dog. We're nowhere near ocean. Yeah, I know. But like I would go on the ocean with the dog 
and just sort of fish and be alone. And <laughs> what about me? Uh, well, that's the thing. Like, you, you, I would come back. Oh, but like after like, your crisis is over. Yeah, yeah. You know the song Freebird, like, like how he's <laughs> like, I just got to be a rambler and I just got to go. Yeah, that I'm that free like a bird. <laughs> can't sing too much of that. No, we'll you don't want to sing too much of that either. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, the cat is apparently trying to join the party. Yeah. <laughs> well, after uh, what I would call a brief intermission, <laughs> Harry has decided to join us uh, for for your for your birthday. He was happy to celebrate. So he's very happy. Yeah, he's in he's in here now. So uh, <laughs> today, just for the record, though, today is actually February twenty fifth, um, and your birthday is February twenty sixth. Mm-hmm. So um, today is the day before. Um, your birthday is tomorrow. We're going to be celebrating all day, so we wanted to re- record the night before. Right. Um, yes. So um, that t- that that's kind of a problem because um, I, me and the international community had worked up a surprise for your birthday. Aww. Yeah, and um, we were going to start World War Three <laughs> on your birthday, <laughs> but apparently there was some kind of a miscommunication, and it started early, so... Oh, I have to apologize you guys for that. jumped the gun on that yeah, one. Yeah, stupid Russia. Ugh. <laughs> Seriously, though, uh, that shit is really sad. And I, I can't believe the, the what's happening over there with all that shit. I just wanted to mark that as like a point in time um, yes. for when this is happening. It sucks that it's happening right around your birthday because the news is really kind of tragic and sad. Yeah, it really sucks. It's, it's up. super depressing. And it's, I mean, it's war. And yeah, it's, and it's ugly and it's scary, and mm-hmm. I think, I mean, I think as Americans we can't help but just sort of be. I'm feeling a lot of uni- unified voices, or hearing a lot yeah. of unified voices currently. Of like, you know, this is fucked up. It's really fucked up. Yeah, and what is what's going on? Uh, I saw that Russia had taken Chernobyl. They took Chernobyl, like the place where the nuclear. Yeah, the meltdown. Meltdown happened and yeah. it's all radioactive. And I, for the life of me, can't figure out exactly what Russia wants with that place. Like, why? Like, why of all the places in the Ukraine? I don't know. Like, they, were, they made a beeline, like, straight for Chernobyl. I know. <laughs> it's weird. I have two theories. One is that they want residuals from the Netflix show about Chernobyl because they heard that was doing well. Okay. And then the, my second theory is that they there are radioactive wolves there, and mm. Putin's like, we need to get like a snarling, two-headed fucking wolf with acid spit <laughs> to represent Russia, like. And so, oh, our new mascot. Yeah, like a new mascot. <laughs> so they're they're currently searching for like a snarling hellhound, uh, mm. radioactive wolf. It is pretty weird because I'm like, isn't it dangerous to just be hanging I, out in Chernobyl? It's. It was the we- the last thing I would have expected, yeah. but I saw it and I, I was wow, that's weird. Russia, so, am I right? Yeah. So that's w- around the time when this is happening, unfortunately. But we're gonna try to move on from from that disaster and talk about uh the day the of day. your actual birth, the day, the real day of your birth, February twenty sixth. Well, in celebration of all things me mm-hmm. and my birthday, I Woo. thought that it might be fun for us to talk about some famous people other than me who were born on the same day yeah. as me. Famous people who were born on the same day. Like, you mean the same year or just the same day? 
Same day. So different years. Okay. But all on February 26th. But theoretically, their parents banged around the same time. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I, I tend to think of my parents as only having done it that one time or whatever. I have well, in your case, so. it would be twice because yeah. you have a sibling. But that's the way I like to keep it. <laughs> so these celebrities' parents banged presumably this one time. This one time. Around the same time yours did. Like year. time of year, yeah. yeah. Okay, right. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so first up, we have Victor Hugo. Victor Hugo, nice. Yeah, born in 1802, mm-hmm. and he was a French poet, yeah, a novelist, essayist, and playwright. He was a writer. He wrote Less Miserables. Yeah, he wrote Less Miserables. <laughs> yes, and The Hunchback of Notre Dame, mm-hmm. and little <laughs> little uh. Tidbit fact for you, if you're ever on Jeopardy, this will help you. He had a habit of recording, like writing down in a diary his sexual conquests. Oh, yeah. Nice. And he would document them and use code to describe certain things. Oh, that's funny. I bet it was called Victor Hugo, an erotic life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What a weirdo. I wonder what his code words were like. Oh, I don't, I think, I know, well, he was French, so a lot of it was French terms. Yeah, but like, was he like, <laughs> I gave her the old Eiffel Tower, you know yeah, what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> we, we had baguettes twice. <laughs> yeah, now that actually was something he would say, like, yeah. big baguettes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. So there's a little fact fact for him. And for some reason, I feel like that would be on Jeopardy. Some, some gross, hairy French sex. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. So um, next we have Ariel Sharon. Hmm. Is that is that how you say his name? I don't Sharon? know. The, you know him, the, the prime minister of Israel. The prime minister of Israel. He Well, he was. Yeah. Ariel Sharon. Yeah, it's Sharon. Yeah, I'm not... That versed in uh, how to pronounce all that, uh, those names. So I'm not sure. Well, he was the 11th prime minister of Israel. There you go. And he's considered to be a highly polarizing figure in the Middle (laughs) East. They Um, tend to be. Yeah. Israelis uh, revere him as a war hero who played a vital role in defining the country's borders. He was like apparently really obsessed with borders. Hmm. And, And he worked hard for the Israelis to get the borders that they wanted. So weirdly, this episode's theme is borders. (laughs) Borders. But Palestinians consider him to be a war criminal. You mean they don't see eye to eye? Yeah, yeah. Go figure. Weird. Who actively suppressed their goal of nationhood. Yeah. And a little factoid about Sharon, he did not take very good care of his body. Oh. And... (laughs) He ate a lot of junk food. Nice. He drank a lot of alcohol mm-hmm. and he smoked. He sounds pretty rad. Yeah, pretty awesome. And his weight was the focus of many, many jokes. Nice. Around the country. And so he, as a result of his poor um, care of himself, wound up having a series of strokes. And he ended up in a coma for eight years. Wow. Before he finally died. Wow. Isn't that crazy? I wonder what that was like. Eight years of a coma? Yeah, that's that's something. Nuts. That's a long coma. Yeah. Wow. 
Then, and forgive me, I don't know how to say the first and middle name, but I know how to say the last name. Um, I share a birthday with uh, Recep Tayyip Erdogan. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I said that right. No, I, uh, I know the name, but I also don't know the correct way to pronounce it. I know uh, the last name is, is Erdogan. Yeah, I've heard that, yes. He was born in 1954. Hmm. Um, and he's the current president of Turkey. Yeah. Yeah. So Erdogan uh, has negotiated for years for Turkey to become a member of the European Union. Mm -hmm. Like, we're talking over a decade. Yeah, they've been talking about it. It's been in the the, uh, ether. Right. But Turkey is a lot like Russia Mm -hmm. in the sense that Erdogan is more of a dictator than the leader of a democracy. Yeah, see, I don't know enough about Turkey. Uh, but that's the impression that I get. Yeah, they, they, it's kind of like Russia where like, it's like, yes, we, we voted, mm-hmm. you know, like, and it's like, no, you didn't. I mean, you did, but you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. He's very much a dictator and he's gotten a lot of human rights violations mm-hmm. lodged against him, particularly in, uh, terms of like Turkey's genocide of the Armenians. Hmm. Uh, and the history there, yeah, kind of not a good dude at yeah, all. No, yeah, yeah, th- I I have that impression. I just haven't educated myself enough to uh, to be like, oh yeah, that dude is X or Y. Yeah, so we have a um, a French sexual perv. Yeah, but he sounds kind of. I mean, Victor Hugo, you know, yeah, he, he's pretty famous. He's super famous, and then we have. Um, a polarizing uh, Israeli leader, yeah, and then we have a dictator. I feel like I'm off to a really good start. It's it's taking a turn. For sharing sure. birthdays. It's taking a turn for sure. <laughs> like if we all got together and it was like February 26th birthdays, everybody come on. You should probably be a dictator. Is what I I'm kind of am feeling like maybe that's my calling <laughs> is to be some sort of all powerful leader. Okay, well Amanda for emperor. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Up next, I share a birthday with Fats Domino. Nice. Who was born in 1928. That's cool. And he's one of the pioneers of rock and roll. Of rock and roll just in mm-hmm. general. Like, without him, we would not have this kind of rock and roll that we do. Factoid for you. Uh, the Associated Press estimates that during his career, Domino sold more than 110 million records. Wow. That's a lot. That is a lot. And I think of all of the songs, the one I know the most um, would be the Blueberry Hill. Yeah. That's the one I'm the most familiar with. Mm -hmm. And, oh, another interesting fact about him. He was in New Orleans when Hurricane Katrina hit. Wow. He must have been old by then. He was super old and um, his wife was very ill and he did not want to leave because of that. Uh Uh-huh. And they were in one of the flooded areas, and he had to be helicoptered out. My goodness! By the you know whatever National Guard or whomever showed up to save people off their rooftops. He was one of those. Wow! Yeah, huh. that's pretty interesting. I did not know that. Yeah, crazy, huh? Mm-hmm. Then we have a lady, Helen Elizabeth Clark. Okay. She was the 37th Prime Minister of New Zealand. New Zealand. Because those folks are are totally down with women being in charge. Yeah. Yeah. They're also criminals, but... 
you know. Well, that's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, is New Zealand criminal? I, I thought that was Australia. I was under the impression, and maybe this is, if I got this wrong, I apologize, but maybe this is urban legend or whatever. But I was under the impression that they took the criminals from England and France and stuff, and then they put them on boats and they made them go to Australia. Yeah. And Australia was like a prison island. And then there were people who were kind of civil. They were regular type criminals and they started the the colony and everything and were like kind of loyal to the queen and there were people there who were like the real hardcore criminals who were total dicks and they kicked them off of Australia and sent them to New Zealand to live there because it was all fucking crazy and there was a lot of sheep I guess <laughs> uh-huh. I and so they're like the uber criminals oh see I didn't know that story i may have just made it up although <laughs> i have heard it before i um i i was familiar with australia being the destination for criminals mm-hmm. but i did not know that new zealand was also part of that somehow it might just be some anti-new zealander propaganda from <laughs> imperialist america i don't know <laughs> but i don't I mean, think i made it up honestly it doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me. I would think that the reformed criminals would have been the ones sent to New Zealand because New Zealand is far more beautiful. That's true. Like think Australia, hot. But I think it deadly. might have had something to do with the fact that in where New Zealand was, there was a uh, hostile or uh, angry uh, tribe people, angry locals. Yeah, mm. yeah, and that like the Aborigines weren't as anger. As the people that were where New Zealand is now, I don't know. I don't think that so might be because racist. I think I've read that Aborigines used to be down with some cannibalism. I don't know. See, this is we're talking about a lot of things that I, I don't like, know enough I like, about. Yeah, I appreciate how we're both talking to talk about, about things we really don't know about. Yeah, but we think we maybe saw or read somewhere mm-hmm. sometime. It's very American. It's very white. Yeah. And very American. At least we're admitting that that's the case. I'm not asserting these things like I know them to be true. That's true. That's what sets us apart Mm -hmm. from the rest. Yeah. So anyway, so Helen Elizabeth Clark, she was the prime minister of New Zealand, and they absolutely loved her. She was an advocate for public health policy. She was considered to be very pragmatic and focused on stability during her leadership. And in 2009, she was voted greatest living New Zealander. Oh, that's kind of cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. And she was so awesome that in 2020, the WHO, the World Health Organization, appointed her as a co-chair of a review panel for the global response to the COVID-19 pandemic. What a badass. Yeah. Because she's all about some like public what, health policy. Mary Elizabeth? Helen Elizabeth Helen Clark. Elizabeth Clark. Well, I'm going to re- try to remember her because she sounds pretty badass. Yeah. So she's like a, a cool leader. Way to go, Helen. Yeah. And then I also share the day with Buffalo Bill. Huh. Like the real one or the dude in the movie? The the real one. Okay, good. There were a lot of movies, actually. Well, no, I meant uh, Silence of the Lambs. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no. I don't know what his birthday was. I yeah. might share that, too. Put some lotion on your skin. <laughs> yeah. Um, He was born in 1846. Hmm. It's like Buffalo Bill Cody. Yeah. 
uh, one of the most famous and well-known figures of the American Old West. Yeah, he was like yeah. a cowboy Cowboy dude. dude. Yeah. Um, he happened to also be a soldier. He fought for the Union. Oh, nice. During the Civil War. All right. Um, he was a bison hunter and a showman. Yeah. Part of the reason he got to be so well-known was he... Like traveled around and... Did his show? Yeah, well, yeah. What happened What happened was he ran into a guy who was a writer who was, like, super interested in his story, wrote about him, embellished quite a bit, and then published, and it blew up. And people were like, who is this guy? We want to see him. And next thing you know, he's on, like, this national tour of the... You know, the Buffalo Bill Wild West show. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And so he would show up in these towns and do demonstrations on shooting and lassoing. And they had some theater. That's where Annie Oakley showed up. Yeah. Like, Annie, get your gun. Wow, that's that's like pretty cool. Like, Mm -hmm. what a a story, Mark. (laughs) What a story, Mark. (laughs) So, yeah, um, February 26th. Mm Mm-hmm. And then probably the most famous person that I share a birthday with would be Johnny Cash. Yeah. I mean. That's awesome. Yeah. Singer, songwriter, musician, actor, and author. Um, Very, very, very famous. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash is probably one of the only country musicians that I have a, like actual love for. Yeah. What's your favorite Johnny Cash song? My favorite. the, the His cover of Hurt. Yeah. But like his cover of Hurt by Nine Inch Nails is like the the it shakes my bones. Like I can hear it in my in my head and I get goosebumps. That's how good that song is. Yeah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like his cover of Break My Rusty Cage. Yeah. Uh yeah. So I mean, maybe that's why I like him so much. I don't really like his country songs so much as the covers he did of rock songs that I like. Did you know that he was the youngest person to be inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame oh, in wow. 1980? That's pretty cool. Yeah. It was an honor. Yeah. Kind of a honor. kind of a big deal. Yeah. Kind of a big deal. Um so those are some of the like notable folks that I share a date nice. of birth with. I do have a a few others that I thought were worth mentioning. Mhm. Um Erica Badu Oh, yeah. Do you remember yes. her? And then Michael Bolton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. When a man loves a woman. When a man. I can't sing the songs. Yeah. We'll get copyrighted. Yeah. But we'll get striked. say when a yeah. man loves a woman. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, did you know that he comes from Jewish origins? No. Yeah, his family's Jewish. Um, they're, the, the family name is actually Bolotin. Bolotin. Um, but they changed it, or he changed his. To Bolton. To Bolton. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't know that. Also, Tim Kaine, senator from oh, Virginia yeah. and the VP nominee. Yeah, he was going to run with Hillary. Yeah, in 2016. Mm-hmm. And also, Levi Strauss. Oh, the jeans dude. The jeans dude. Huh. Uh, he was German-American businessman and founder of Levi Strauss. Um, interesting fact about him, when Levi died in 1902, his estate was worth about $6 million, Ooh. which today would be the equivalent of about $150 million. Whew, that jeans money. That jeans God, money. he was making good money in denim. Which is really, his story is actually pretty interesting because the family came over basically from Germany and they set up a wholesale like dry goods selling store 
in New York and they decided they wanted to expand and they sent Levi to San Francisco because that's where the gold rush was happening at the time. And he ran into this dude who had just patented the um, the rivets, the on rivets pants, uh-huh. and they teamed up and put rivets on denim and cut them into pants, hmm. and those became blue jeans. He was like, "Hey, man, I figured out how to rivet pants." I mean, and they, Levi was like, "You're a goddamn genius," and they patented it. So rivets on pants. Yeah. Huh. There you go. Wow. So, History on some pants. I don't really know what the rivets are for, if I think about it. I feel like at one point they served a purpose. Yeah. But perhaps over time they've just become for looks, for yeah, aesthetic. I have no idea. I, I feel no like, idea. right, in the 1800s or whenever, like, wouldn't they have been for a reason, perhaps? Probably, yeah. Oh, I bet it's for securing. Yeah. Like, it makes the pants... So when you squat down to, like, pan your gold... Yeah. Your pants don't rip. Yeah. Oh, because okay. they're riveted in oh. place in the seams and the stitching. Oh. I figured it was probably some way to suppress women because it was so... Because it was back then. So it's like where you attach your woman leash to or whatever. Um. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could be that. Yeah. Well, those were all pretty cool stories about people that were born on... February 26th, but I think the best person born on February 26th is our dear host, Amanda. Aww. Uh I think it's really great that um, you're turning 40, and I plan to spend the rest of my life with you and be with you when we're 80. So we to got 40 more. To 40 more years. <laughs> I'm glad I found you, and I'm glad we started a podcast, and I'm glad uh, we're all here to celebrate. And uh, it's just awesome that, you know, we're doing this together <laughs> because uh, you never know how things are going to happen in life. And it turned out great. And I'm really glad to have you in my life. And I well, want to say that. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that you have me in your life as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you need me. Or else I'd be on a boat with a dog. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I do, and uh, well, our, thank you. Our audience needs you too, and I'm 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 channeling the the, the audience through me as well. We need you because you're a great and you're a great host, and we're happy to be here and celebrate your birthday. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. It's been an honor mm-hmm. to be celebrated mm-hmm. on this episode. Cool, and I appreciate um, your attention mm-hmm. and your kind words. <laughs> And I thoroughly enjoyed talking about the famous folks that share my day. All right. Great. And if only I could be in a room with all of them. Yeah, I know. Well, a lot of them were dead. Yeah, but that would still be fun. It would be. I mean, assuming they were alive, not dead bodies. Maybe in heaven, like, that's how you're organized. Right. So. Wouldn't that be weird? (laughs) It would be. If, if, If in heaven... You get to the gates and they're like, date of birth. And I'm yeah. like, February 26th. And I'm like, okay, go to the left. And then you just go into a room mm-hmm. and it's all people. <laughs> I happen to know just for whatever reason that a person that shares my birthday happens to be child serial killer Albert Fish. Oh. Yeah. Great. So I, I would be stuck with that guy. Oh. Which sounds awful. <laughs> it's, that sounds pretty bad. Yeah. I so. I didn't I have dictators but I didn't see any like serial killers serial child murderer oh right yeah yeah that's important to remember yeah, he killed added... a bunch of kids yeah that's, that's... gnarly yeah it's pretty gnarly and pretty <laughs> awful yeah and he ate them too 
Oh my gosh! I know. Well, good luck in your room. Yeah. In heaven. So I hope heaven isn't organized like that. I'm glad you're an adult. If it is, I'm gonna petition. <laughs> petition. Be like, move me. Yeah. Can we share it like maybe with who died on the same day or something? Why does it have to be when we were born? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, protest. Yeah. Or like when we the first day we hit puberty, you got laid or something. Like pick a different day. Yeah. It's important. The first me. day the first time we got a zit, uh, <laughs> anything. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to be around that creepy bastard. Right. But he wouldn't be in heaven. Oh yeah, that's a good point. He wouldn't be there. Yeah, he, but I might not be either. He freaking ate kids. I, I might not be either. And if hell's organized the same way. You didn't eat kids though. That's true. I think you'd be all right. I guess. <laughs> Well, if you want to hear other episodes uh, that aren't about Amanda's birthday, but that will make you uh, yearn for the, her her birthday, you can find those on our uh, on our website, carolinasnowflakes.com. And if you want to uh, talk to other people whose birthdays will be other days for sure, you can find them on our Facebook, facebook.com forward slash carolinasnowflakes. And if it's your birthday, also, uh, you can send us an email, um, and that would be good. We could share a birthday cake. Carolinasnowflakes at gmail.com. Gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.